All right, folks, welcome back into the high school huddle. We are back from our little New Year's holiday hiatus, back uh, for another edition of the high school huddle. I'm AJ Feldmans. Virtually next to me is Carl Jones. Carl, how are you doing on this uh, this Thursday, January, before the, the first big slate of basketball this weekend? Man, I'm feeling good. I'm excited for my first uh, round ball. That's going to be exciting. I can't wait for that. But I'm just happy that I came out of the holidays healthy and was able to see my family. Exactly. We got our first round ball coming up on uh, tomorrow night. Uh, if you're watching this today, it's uh, Friday, um, January 7th. We're kicking things off round ball roundup. Going to have a lot of games for you. Uh, my holiday weekend, we talked before about the little dominoes game. Um, there's two things I love almost more than anything in this world winning and being right. I was unable to win, but I was right. It was my dad's turn to take home the, uh, the Christmas Domino's title. First time in a long time. So uh, I prognosticated on this show. So I just wanted to, I'm sure everybody was waiting with bated breath to, to hear the results, but uh, it was old, old, uh, old Brian getting the win for a Christmas Eve Domino's for the Feldman household. <laughs> I actually had, had forgot about that, but I was really interested to see how that turned out. But I'm, uh, I'm happy that you're at least right in one scenario. Exactly, exactly. Um, it, it, I, it was a, a three-way race between me and my sister and my dad the entire way. Um, I dropped out with a couple of rounds to go, and then uh, uh, dad took it home in the end. So uh, enough dominoes talk. It's time to get uh, on to, to the good stuff. Well, maybe not the good stuff, but uh, the, the relevant stuff for this show. Um, starting out, uh, since we last spoke to you, we have high school hockey rankings for the state. We, we dove into the basketball rankings a little bit before, um, there were no hockey rankings on the last show. They came out right before, uh, New Year's didn't have a show then. So we got our first, uh, slate of, of hockey rankings to break down here for you. Um, first off in uh, division one, as they call it, class A division one, whatever you want to call it. We've got three teams ranked here in section five. Um, started things out with uh, the top dogs. No surprise, Victor. Um, they are sixth in the state right now. Behind them is Penfield in their first year in Division I Class A. So certainly getting a lot of respect um, from, the, from the sports writers around the state. And then Pittsburgh, last year's sectional champion who beats uh, Victor in double overtime. They are 13th in the state. So Carl, you've seen all these teams in action so far this season. Um, Victor Penfield, uh, the two top dogs. Uh, what are your, what's your initial ranking or your initial take on these rankings here? Uh, for Victor and Penfield, I would definitely say those are by far the two best teams I've seen on the ice. Uh, they played to a draw earlier this year, which must to my dismay because I wanted to see a winner. <laughs> I mean, who wants to see a tie? Exactly. That was a fourth game. I loved it. Um, both teams are explosive, specifically Penfield. I think they scored like 40 throw, 43 goals on the year thus far. So. Um, I'm excited to uh, see how everything kind of like unravels, but those three teams specifically have um, done their job. Uh, Victor is 7-0-1 with their only, I guess, blemish is, is that Penfield game, and then Penfield lost to a team outside of Section 5, so um, both teams have uh, dominated thus far. Yeah, neither team uh, with a Section 5 loss so far this season. Victor, um, you know, last time we had any sort of state rankings was two years ago. Uh, they finished the season number one in the state. They, uh, they didn't get to play out the, the state final four because of uh, COVID, obviously. But they've got some powerhouse. You know, Colin McNamara leading the way for them. Ten goals, eight assists on the season. Uh, by far leading the way. But they got a lot of guys who can get it done for Victor. Um, they also have strong goaltending in net so far this season. They've got two guys that they seem to be going with this year. Max Pitts and Cam Beal. Max Pitts with a, a 4-0-1 record. Um, he's got a 1-3-7 goals against average. Cam Beal, 
with a, uh, a 167 goals against average. So those are two tremendous numbers, tremendous starts. Um, Pitts has started five games this year, as, uh, as, you, as you see with the tie. He, he played that Penfield game. So potentially he's, uh, you know, their, their lead dog. Uh, but they got two guys going. Always good to, uh, you know, have some sort of a rotation going. Um, so Victor um, certainly off to another strong start this season. Then going down to Division Two, we've got uh, two teams ranked in the States. Uh, Webster Thomas at fifth in the States. And then you've got Portside, the Spencerport Brockport combined program. Uh, just their first year, they're already uh, ranked in the in the uh, the state rankings with uh, at twelfth overall uh, so far this season. Yeah, and talking about Portside, I saw them earlier uh, the first game of the season actually with their first official combined uh, game, and they impressed me in that game. And their only two losses this year are to the two teams that we talked about in Division One, with being Penfield and Victor. So I mean, that shows that they're a pretty formidable foe. Um, I don't think I don't believe they play Thomas in the regular season, so I don't think we'll see that matchup uh, until later on. But um, they've done their job in Thomas as well. Their only loss this year is to an explosive, as we've talked about time on time and again, Churchville Chilite team. So um, both teams have once again, um, for the first set of rankings, um, deserve and prove that they belong. And, and we'll see who can uh, climb up even further and see if Thomas can uh, go for that number one spot. Yeah, and you mentioned that first game. That was that Penfield game where they lost four to one. Um, but ever since then, um, other than, you know, seeing Victor, you know, a 5-2 loss earlier this week. And then, by the by the, honestly, by the time that you you hear this, because trying to get up before 5 o'clock, Penfield and Portside are playing. So uh, th that's going to be a great game to figure out how far this Portside team has come and then how far, uh, you know, where Penfield is uh, in the in the Class A rankings. Um, so if you're, if you're listening to this podcast right now, Go see who won that game because uh, we'll be looking at it too. <laughs> um, yeah, I was looking at that earlier during the research. I'm like, it's going to be a, a, a big game and it's not going to be out uh, done before. Uh, it's going to be over with before we uh, put this on there. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then Port Size also got Pittsburgh coming up too. So that should be a good game as well uh, next week on Wednesday for Bill Gray Iceplex. Moving on to our uh, segments here, um, starting off with our teams of the week where, uh, where Carl. Um, you know, it's a team that we don't get to see a lot. The schedule has made it where we got to see him twice. We might not get to see him again for a long time. Um, but uh, our team of the week, you know, may, they can win this award a lot. And, and this week they certainly earned it. Uh, Carl, who do you got? Man, I mean, you set it up perfectly. Without further ado, Waterloo. You guys, the Waterloo girls basketball team, you guys deserved it. I, I, I'm, I say this with no hyperbole, no uh, – no gas, none of this. This is one of the best teams in Section 5, regardless of division. I mean, they they uh, took care of business in a big game at uh, at Livonia um, and kind of handled that game from the second half on. And then travel up about 30, about half hour to Mercy on Tuesday, I believe, and took care of them and, and, and acted like they didn't care they were class AA whatsoever. Uh, I mean, you can talk about Penfield. You can talk about the other uh, elite foes elite in Section 5. I'm not going to say – Waterloo's far off from that. And I, and I say that with with all confidence. I mean, they they have a strong four that with any given moment, they're bound to go off. I mean, obviously, they're big dog. Giovanni, White, Precipio. I mean, good luck uh, finishing at the paint when she's down there. And then good luck stopping her down there. She was our player of the week. So uh, you guys have heard that she's been dominating. But also, it's the others as well. Uh, Jasmine, uh, Jasmine Lewis, Morgan Caraballo, Macy Carr. I mean, you need guards to make things go. And they have those as well. They only run uh, – they only have, like, eight, nine players, 
but it doesn't matter. They they get up, they can play any style you want. Go up and down the floor, play it slow. I mean, playing it slow against that team is kind of rough trying to get it in the paint. That team is impressive, man. I mean, they uh obviously taking down Mercy, beating Canadago, which kind of shocked us early on. We're like, oh, hmm, okay, this team might be a little decent. But uh, man, I can see them running the table in Class B. They uh. They got Menders coming up and Hornell, who are uh, ranked 14th and 22nd in the state in their class. So some more big matchups for them. But, man, that team is impressive in every essence of the word. Yeah, you know, we've had, we've had our eyes on them for a while. And once I started doing research uh, for the player of the week, I looked back to last year. I forgot this completely. They went 14-0 last year. They rolled through uh, their class in, in B2. Um, the, the championship game was a 24-point win against the, uh, the previous section champs from, uh, from Dansville. So Waterloo is just good. And like you mentioned, they've got, um, they've got the, the forwards down low and, you know, in white Principio, and they've got the guards to make the engine run. That's really, you know, all you need at any level, especially at class B. And, you know, you mentioned that win to our lady of mercy, they're ranked in double A. This isn't like just a, a double A win for the schedule, you know, you know, a, a nice quadrant one win on the road for, uh, for Waterloo. This is a good team for, uh, for Mercy. Um, they've been, they've been feisty for years. So uh, Waterloo, you know, they currently second ranked in the state just behind Hastings, who was also undefeated out of section one. Um, you know, we'll see how those changes, you know, who knows? I don't know if Hastings playing yet, but uh yeah, Waterloo is certainly going to be a team to watch the rest of the season. Yeah, I can't wait to see how they uh see how high they can see if they can get to that number one spot and take it all home. But a little early, we're in January. <laughs> and then my team of the week, I am going uh, with Aquinas Hockey. You know, this is a team that is on quite a winning streak. I believe it's up to uh, to nine games uh, right now. They they lost their second game of the season to Batavia Notre Dame. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight game winning streak, doing the math uh, right there on the fly. So eight game winning streak for Aquinas. And they did just avenge that earlier loss to Batavia Notre Dame. They beat uh, uh, Batavia Notre Dame United on Tuesday by a three to two score. And they've overcome some adversity this season. Um, you know, their their top two, uh, top two guys all season have been the, uh, the Mangoni brothers. Um, Connor is out with a broken collarbone. Um, so it doesn't look like he's coming back for the rest of the season. That uh, injury report coming from his uh, dad's Twitter account. So uh, thanks for putting that out there. Um, but CJ, he has stepped up big. He's got uh, 15 goals and 19 assists on the season in just 10 games played. So he's averaging over three points per game. He's had multi-point games in all but one, and that was a 10-to-1 win. So they probably just didn't need him to do that much. Uh, let some of the other guys take uh, get in the box score. He had two goals and one assist. Um, in their win on Tuesday against Batavia Notre Dame. And I do want to talk about their goaltender, uh, Andrew Gaddy, um, if I'm saying that correctly. Two years ago, Aquinas had this stud, Lenny Perno. I saw him in the, uh, the sectional playoffs. Um, they lost to Thomas, but he was, it was one of those performances just sticks in your brain with how good he was. I had to go back and look it up. He had 41 saves in that game. He was keeping Aquinas. That was one of the best individual performances I've seen um, from a player here in section five in my time in Minnesota anywhere. That was just a great game to watch from him. Yeti last year, um, he, he had a little, a little bit of a struggle in his first uh, year as a starter. He had a, a 409 goals against average. He had an 868 save percentage, which is fine. It's all right. Um, but this year he has really come into his own um, still just a junior, uh, Gaddy is right now. He's got a two, two, three goals against average. 
uh, you know, cutting that down by 1.7. And he's up to a 916 save percentage um, from last year from 868. That's a big jump. Um, their, their schedule hasn't been the super strongest so far this season. So we'll see what they can do uh, later this season. They've got McQuaid coming up. They've got Penfield later in the season. Um, they've got some other uh, Brighton coming to their, uh, to their building. Uh, they're traveling to Brighton soon. So we'll see how we face against some of those teams, uh, especially that Penfield game. That'll be a really interesting one to watch, but Aquinas has just really impressed me with how they've, uh, you know, you know, racked up this winning streak and then, you know, going without Connor uh, the second half of the season, they really haven't missed a beat so far uh, lately, especially. And they also beat Frontier and Hamburg out of section six, who are two, uh, you know, pretty, you know, good foes in the Buffalo area. So I like what I've seen from Aquinas so far this season. You've, you've, uh, you got to see one of these wins uh, from Aquinas where they, they lit the lamp quite a bit for you. Yeah, man. Uh, that was a great game to go to. And one, and it was one of those games with CJ Mangoni uh, kind of, Put, put everything to bed. It was one of those games where they couldn't put away Geneseo until I want to say late in the second uh, period where he scored two goals. I want to say in less than 45 seconds and kind of put like, put the seal on, put, put, put things to bed, I guess you can say, but I love him watching him play. I mean, he's out there like, you know, talking trash. He, he's fly. Like I, 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 like I can tell that from up top. So I can imagine what he's saying down there on the ice. I just, I just love uh, watching him play. It's unfortunate what happened to his brother, but um, man, they, they were a fun team to shoot. So we'll see uh, how they, uh, end up this year moving on to our under the radar teams uh carl we've both got our eyes on uh boys basketball teams uh who you've got your eyes on uh right now i've seen this team twice in uh in about a week and a half and ironic white boys the eagles man they got two guys who i love watching play we're going to start with the guard uh ryan heath he uh was the, the mvp of their tournament uh, holiday classic and he dropped about i think 26 i want to say and he had himself a game uh, inside out transition, you know, dicing them up. You know, he. I love watching the little guards who can make who can make things go because they they play with a chip on their shoulder. So it looks it, it comes off a little different when uh when when that guy is out there dominating. So it, it was fun to see them uh see them go. And then also the the forward on the team about around six three six four Xavier Gissendoner dropped twenty five uh two nights ago over Fairport. Uh, in a game where they had it controlled in the first half, and then Fairport kind of just like started storming back a little bit and closed the deficit all the way down to three, and then in the fourth, he uh, kind of took over a little bit and uh, and did his thing. He dropped, uh, I think I alluded to it already, but 25 in that one. Those two guys right there, they make the thing go. They've lost two, twice this year to Brighton and Schrader, who we'll talk about a little bit later. Uh, so those aren't two uh, slouch losses by any means. Um, they're 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 an, an, I think they're five and two on the year thus far. So. They've, they've handled their business, but those two guys specifically, um, you know, uh, I guess when, it, when things, when, it, when things get tough down the road, you got to rely on your star guys. And those two guys are up there in that upper echelon of like uh, good guys in section five. So uh, those guys are under the radar right now. And I, I want to see if those guys can continue to carry that team. Yeah. Rhonda Coit, uh, you know, they have been a, a pretty strong program of like currently not ranked in the state rankings. Um, so we'll see if that change is coming up soon. Uh, yeah. And, and, you know, Every time I've seen Aquinas play recently, they're 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 long, they're uh, they're athletic. They can they can run the ball pretty well. Uh, you can run up and down the court pretty well. So uh, I'll be I'll be looking forward to seeing uh, my first time uh, with Aronicoit this season. And uh, you mentioned uh, one of those teams to beat uh, Aronicoit um, is Brighton, and that is my under the radar team um, for uh, for the main purpose of what they did uh, the other night. 
taking uh, Victor to overtime. That was just, uh, you know, Victor ended up coming out with the win 80 to 70. But, uh, you know, you push a team like Victor to overtime, you know, it really stands out. Um, uh, Brighton so far this season, they're off to a great start this season. So far, they already have some really quality wins. You mentioned before they beat uh, Aronicoit. They also beat uh, Arcadia by almost 20 points, an Arcadia team that is, uh, you know, not hasn't been strong lately, but they are off to a good start this season. They're five and three. Um, so Brighton is playing really well so far this season. Uh, you know, they don't have, uh, they have a very balanced attack. Just looking at some box scores, um, there's multiple players in double figure. There's multiple guys leading their teams and scoring every week. Um, just taking a look at that uh, Ronicoit game, for example, Eli DeSantis had 21 points. Reggie Smith Jr. had 19 points, nine uh, rebounds, three blocks. Um, Andrew Falter uh, with 16 and Matt Howell with 12. Um, just every single time that I'm looking at their box scores, it is that type of thing. Um, you know, in that uh, Victor game, uh, Smith, uh, Reggie Smith Jr. finished with 17. Eli DeSantis had 16. Howe How scored 14. It's just a core group of guys who can, you know, beat you on any single night. So you have that, uh, you know, that consistency. You're never going to get too far down. And then if one of these guys can have a big game, you know, you can do something like uh, take a, an undefeated victory team into overtime. Well, those are always the scariest teams to play. The teams where, you know, they're never going to, never going to back down. They may not physically overpower you or, or impose their will, but you, you can't put them away. So like, all you need is just one of those four guys to just have a night and you're going home with a loss. So, that that team right there, uh, when I saw when I was at Schrader and heard about that game going in overtime, I was like, hold up. So, yeah, that's definitely a team that needs some pub for sure. And then, you know, we've got a lot of great games coming up this uh, tomorrow on our first round ball roundup. Big slate of boys game, big slate of girls games. But there are a couple of boys matchups that are really exciting. And uh, we'll let uh, Carl start for our first game of the week. Man, uh, uh, these are two Big time games. We got the battle of the undefeated uh, tomorrow night. We got Schrader and Victor tomorrow night. Schrader six and zero. Eight. Uh, Victor eight and zero. Um, Victor is ranked nineteenth in the state. Schrader sixteenth in the class A. I mean that game is going to be box office. I'm gonna love it. I mean obviously we talk about Victor uh, uh, at nauseum with how balanced they are and how any given night, whether it's Phil Unguo, uh, uh, Nick Leonard, Cam Ryan. I mean it depends on the night who's going to go off for that team and then. Schrader, who's been off for three weeks. They played their first game last uh, two nights ago, or last night, I apologize. And due to COVID and a couple cancellations, they haven't been able to take the floor. And they looked a little rusty last night, um, only taking down Chilai by, uh, Churchill Chilai by, by three. But they're undefeated for a reason. So that game right there is going to be fun to watch. Uh, who's going to take their first L? I, I honestly don't know. I've only seen Schrader once. And, and through the both of us, we heard, uh, we've watched Victor about three or four times. So it'll be a fun one. And uh, this is why, you know, you, you play the game right there for the, for the big student sections tomorrow night. Going to be loud, ruckus, crowds. Love that. I mean, I wish I could sue my one more time just for a game like this. But game of the week for me, Schrader boys taking on Victor. Yeah, and then on uh, another big slate with some powerhouse teams, some really great players, we've got um, East taking on McQuaid. You don't really have to say too much more than that. You've got Damani Barley going off for East. Um, what was it, 40 against Edison? Do I have that right? 41 piece. 41. So, uh, you know, East has, has done some good things so far this season. Um, they haven't had a ton of, uh, you know, tough Section 5 competition other than last night. Um, they certainly passed that test with a 71-62 win. 
only lost this season to uh, Liverpool um, in the Syracuse area. And then, uh, and then McQuaid, you know, obviously they're off to a great start this season. They got that tough win against Aquinas. Um, they've beaten up on Franklin and leadership. Um, Edison Tech, they beat them earlier in the season by six. Uh, uh, only losses this season to Schrader, undefeated Schrader, and then uh, St. Francis team out of Buffalo, which is always a pretty good program. So I'm, I'm looking forward to see McQuaid and East. Those are always some fun matchups. Uh, uh, you know, just two teams with a lot of talent. Um, McQuaid with the, uh, you know, McQuaid can beat you in a lot of different ways. Both teams very well coached. Uh, so, you know, it's going to be a fun game and it's at East, which is always a fun place to get a game. That crowd gets up for it. Um, you know, sometimes, uh, they got the, uh, the, the PA guy going in the game, kind of commentating. So, uh, it's, it's always a fun time for a game at East and, uh, tomorrow's matchup will certainly be one of them. Yeah, man. Big time game. And we'll, the barley watch tomorrow, big time players and big time games. Let's see if he, uh, see if he, I don't want to say duplicate the 41 piece, but we'll see, we'll see what he can do tomorrow night in a big game like that. Definitely. Definitely. We'll have all that for you on round ball round of tomorrow. We'll have a ton of other games. Uh, we'll be running ourselves around silly. Hopefully the weather's pretty good for us. I haven't taken, <laughs> haven't taken a look, but uh, that's always interesting this, uh, this time of year. Um, as this Buffalo is getting slammed with a lake effect storm. Um, so we will have all those games for you tomorrow. We will be back here next week on the high school huddle. Uh, should be a great week of games. Uh, I'm AJ Feldman. He's Carl Jones. Thanks for joining us. Remember, you can listen to us on Spotify or on RochesterFirst.com. We will see you next week. It is time to break the huddle.